from the studios of Adventist World Radio in Pune. Hello and a very warm welcome to our international English service. In our program today, we bring you inspiring music, an interesting nature study, with more music coming in. We shall end our program with a message from God's word. This is your host Sharad and I am Maureen and you're listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Let's begin our program with a song. listening to Adventist World Radio the voice of hope from Pune India and now here's a nature study by Esther title of the talk glaciers rivers of ice dear listener today we're going to study about glaciers rivers of ice the glaciers in the mountains of north america have always been fascinating The Rocky Mountains in both the United States and Canada have some very large glaciers. When you walk out on them, there is an uneasy feeling. You have to watch out for cracks that are always present somewhere. 
You don't want to fall into one. A glacier is an interesting formation. It is usually in an area that has a lot of snowfall, but a short melting period, such as at a high altitude. I wondered why those cracks or crevices were always present, and I found out the ice of the glacier moves downhill. As it comes to uneven terrain, the top of the glacier continues to move and the bottom slows down, so a split is formed. Scientists have discovered that the ice of the glacier moves faster in the center and slower on the edges. As glaciers move downhill, they will flow at different speeds. When the glacier gets to a warmer zone, it melts completely and forms a creek or river. Since the weather is always cool where glaciers form and the summer short, the glacier doesn't usually disappear entirely. As the snow falls and builds up, the snow turns to ice and this accumulates. Many of the North American glaciers may be between 200 and 300 feet deep. They usually form in valleys where they are protected, but they may spill down into open areas as they move and melt. It is interesting that even in Bible times, prophets wrote about the cold coming from the north. In the northern hemisphere, cold still comes from the north. The farther north you go, the colder it is. The farther south, the warmer it gets. Until you get to the southern part of the southern hemisphere, then it gets cold again. Dear listener, God's love for us is never cold or hot. It is always the same temperature and He invites us to take advantage of His love. He will do much for us because He loves us. Tell Him how much you love Him today. Then show Him throughout the day by the things you do that you really do love Him. Thank you for the nature study. We are sure our listeners enjoyed it. To learn more on nature, keep listening to Adventist World Radio. We will be studying different objects of nature because there is a simplicity and purity in these lessons direct from nature that makes them of the highest value. The children and youth, all classes of students, need the lessons to be derived from this source. In itself, the beauty of nature leads the soul away from sin and worldly attractions and toward purity, peace, and God. Dear friend, death, struggle, pain, and violence were not part of God's original creation. Let's discover what was the world like when God created it. We would love to hear from you. You may contact us with your questions or prayer requests by calling 000-800-040-1704. Again, the number to call is 000-800-040-1704. You may also follow our programs on our website awr.org slash English program. Before you hear God's word, here's another song. 
would love to tell you what I think of Jesus. Since I found in him a friend so strong and true, I would tell you how he changed my life completely. He did something that no other friend could do. No one ever cared for me like Jesus. There's no other friend so kind as he. No one else could take the sin. And darkness from me. Oh, how much he cared for me. Every day he comes to me with new. Time to hear a health talk. Stay with us. How a baby learns. Babies are naturally curious, and they have to satisfy their curiosity in order to grow. The baby who is kept in a quiet room so that he cannot be disturbed, who is confined to a playpen so that he will not get hurt, who is prevented from crawling on the floor so that he will not get dirty, and who is restrained in a jumper or a walker. So that he will not get in mother's way, 
is being deprived of many of the opportunities for growth. A child learns through his senses, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting and smelling. These are the ways a baby discovers the world. A baby's brain develops only as the sensations provide learning experiences. New parents are usually very concerned about their child's physical welfare. Such things as an adequate diet, clean diapers and avoiding illness are at the top of the list of concerns. But the brain needs to be stimulated too. Ordinary experience such as touching a face or listening to a voice provide a great deal of stimulation to a baby. Babies learn faster when they are allowed to become a part of the family. Brothers and sisters should be able to play with them. They should explore the house as much and as fast as their abilities permit. This obviously means the house must be baby-proof. Anything breakable or dangerous should be well out of baby's reach. Babies love to have people sing to them, talk to them and play with them. It takes time, but it's well worth the effort. Smelling a flower or listening to a piece of music are so common to us as adults that we often forget that they are major events to a baby. All these sensory experiences keep a baby alert and provide an abundance of information for his little mind to sort out. One caution. Avoid forcing a baby or young child in mental accomplishments. Many young children become nervous at being prodded constantly to learn. In the long run, the child becomes fatigued and loses interest. The joy of learning becomes the dreary task of learning. Unwise as it is to force a child to use his brain, it's far worse to keep him from learning what he wants to. A stunted brain is a wasted brain. This doesn't mean a child should be permitted to become willful and selfish. Parents can effectively guide a young child's interests and behavior so that learning about the world doesn't become a totally self-centered experience. Admittedly, it's a bit of a balancing act. Don't hold back on the baby's desire to learn. Yet, don't force him to learn either. But babies have a way of letting parents know the rate at which they can grow. Thank you for our nice health talk. We are sure it was hope for the despondent, cheer for the sick, and rest for the weary.
word dear listener there are events we cannot control the unfair employer the illness or injury the unfaithful friend but we can choose our response are you dealing with a difficult situation today ask god for guidance then leave the outcome to him dear listener let's take christ's decision in gethsemane crucial as it was from a world viewpoint was not the final decision as far as man's individual destiny is concerned 
although Christ opened the way for man's salvation, he did not abrogate man's personal choice. Christ's decision settled what God would do and makes possible what man can do. It yet remains for each person on earth to decide how he or she will relate to that provision. An incident dramatized this a few short hours after Jesus was taken from the scene of his terrible struggle. Pontius Pilate thought to provoke the national leaders and the mob into rationality by contrasting Jesus to Barabbas, a murderer already condemned, faced with this choice on one hand, Jesus, who had demonstrated by many miracles his concern for them, on the other hand, Barabbas, who had plundered and killed the mob, chose the murderer. Jesus had made a decision that enveloped the entire human race in a demonstration of love. But each person in that screaming, franchised mob made a decision that, for him, cancelled out Christ's victory. Another illustration may be found within Jesus' own circle of intimate friends. Both Judas and Peter, along with the other ten, had had the opportunity of insight into Jesus' plans. But Judas chose to put his own interests above those of everyone else. Within 24 hours of doing that, he lay in a suicide's grave. Dear listener, Peter also chose to turn his back on Jesus. But let it be said of Peter that when he saw his mistake, he changed his course. He followed his wrong decision with the right one. It is evident then that our own individual destiny lies within our own hands. True, there are cosmic forces sweeping over about us that we may little understand and much less counteract, but we can choose which of those forces we will join. For the great controversy between Christ and Satan still rages, fought now on the battle of each human soul. Dear listener, once to every man and nation comes the moment to decide in the strife of truth and falsehood for the good or evil side. If we place ourselves on God's side, we have the victory that is His. Dear listener, in Philippians chapter 2, verse 13, it says, God is at work in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Let me give you another illustration. A citizen of the North Woods, along with his son-in-law, set out one day for a distant village on the northern shore of one of the great lakes. They walked on the frozen ice itself, skirting the shoreline. Great chunks of ice had broken up. They had been blown together and refrozen, forming a rough and arduous course for the pair to travel. When night fell, the men pitched their tent on the ice and went ashore to find firewood. With their arms loaded with fuel, the pair started back to their tent. 
but as they stepped onto the ice a large floe broke loose from the shore and began drifting away carrying the men with it the younger man instantly dropped his wood and jumped back onto the shore but the older man hesitated to which point should he jump should he take his wood with him in the time it took for him to decide the gap widened he would not uh, leap the distance now jump in and swim his son-in-law shouted the distance is getting wider but the water would be icy cold the terror of the moment closed in on the man and he could uh, not bring himself to jump the wind drove the flow farther out into the lake against the wind the old man called messages of farewell for his wife and children and that was the last sight of the old man for he drifted to his death in the cold and darkness of a winter night the victim of indecision dear listener although god created man with the freedom to elect his own destiny through dissipation and unwise choices that freedom to act is often curtailed satan has well night taken over in many instances how thankful we may be that god has not left us alone in our need he does not make the decision for us he does not force our will but he will strengthen it if we give him and go ahead signal that is what paul is saying god is at work in you both to will and to work he has made available all the power of heaven ready to be tapped by anyone who needs it dear listener we know from experience that we cannot win over satan in our own strength but we also know that christ can win for us with this knowledge we have an advantage that adam did not have dear listener through christ we can win where he failed may god bless you dear listener let's pray our loving father we thank thee for giving us life we are weak and frail in making our decisions lord we invite thy holy spirit to talk to us while we make decisions in our life we see your love we believe that you are at work in our lives may we accept jesus as our savior and friend who can give us strength and power to overcome evil and do good we place our lives in your mighty hands take care of us dear lord in jesus precious name we pray amen Thank you for listening today to this program. We so enjoyed studying together this important topic. We would love to hear from you. You may contact us with your questions or prayer requests by calling 000-800-040-1704. Again, the number to call is 000-800-040-1704. Zero four. 
We invite you to follow our programs also on our website. That's awr.org slash English program. Thank you and may God bless you in a special way today. This is your host Sharad. And I'm Maureen signing off from Adventist World Radio. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Until we meet again via radio, we wish you goodbye. And God bless you. Bye.